Welcome to Uniquely Catholic, produced by the Diocese of Orlando. My name is Catherine Laguna, and on each episode, I chat with unique people who are sharing their incredible talents and faith boldly. Are you one of them? Oftentimes, we find strength and inspiration in the stories of others. So sit back, relax, and feel encouraged by these creative artists from across the country. Hey guys, welcome to the show and thanks for listening. So I'm keeping the dude streak going because this week on the podcast, I have singer-songwriter Dave Moore. Hi Dave, how's it going? Hey, I'm great. How are you? I'm so good. Um, I'm really happy to have you as my guest this episode. You have such a really cool vibe. I was reading on your website and you have a very honest and humble attitude to your character. Has anybody told you that before? (laughs) I have been told that and I'm humbled to receive that. Yes. Um, Cool. Well, the reason why I bring it up was because there's a part on your website that you say that music for you isn't a means to become famous or seek accolades. And, you know, I had to look up that word because I wasn't really sure where you were going with this. And it turned out you're a comedian, too. I mean, the second definition for that word is about bestowing of becoming a knight. I think you kind of fit that vibe right there. You want to be a knight, right? Oh my goodness, that is so funny. I gotta be honest, Catherine, I am with you on that. A friend of mine made my website. When he put that in there, I had to look it up. See? (laughs) Yes, I do want to be a knight, though. Yes. I mean, if anybody has never seen Dave Moore before, you have the whole look down packed. I mean, you can totally pass for a night. You can get a role in Hollywood, become, you know, star in one of these night movies. You would fit the role so perfectly. <laughs> I love okay. it. I mean, maybe you love it or maybe it was a little cheesy, but I had to put it in there, you know? <laughs> I, I think it's great. Uh, I'm going to become a knight. That's what I want to do. <laughs> so then, uh, besides being a part-time knight, so then tell us about yourself, you know, where you're from, how was your upbringing in the faith like? Yeah, oh my gosh. So I grew up in Corpus Christi, Texas. I was an altar server, and I loved to play guitar, and I loved the Mass. Basically, one day, our music minister kind of left our church, and my pastor came up to me and was like, hey, can you like kind of get us through by playing your guitar today at Mass? And I was like, uh, I don't know how to sing the Gloria. Oh, wow. Or like 90% of the other things. <laughs> really? Um, by myself? <laughs> yeah, like I just loved playing guitar. It, yeah. you know, And I, I knew the parts were embedded in my heart and my soul mm-hmm. from growing up in the church, but like I just wasn't, I wasn't comfortable in leading people in that way. Um, I was used to serving on the altar and, Mm -hmm. but as an altar server, like you're always keeping your eyes on the needs of the priest. Mm -hmm. Right. And so the needs of the priest that Sunday were pick up your guitar and lead the people. (laughs) And so, (laughs) um, I did. And it was, it was crazy because after that, everyone's like, Oh, that was so good. That was so good. Do you think you could do that for a few more Sundays until we find a new music minister? And, 
Anyways, that I like see where became, this is going. <laughs> yeah, it's like seven years later. You're like, when are you going to find that guy? That's kind of where I began in my music ministry. And, mm-hmm. you know, much like I'm sure like a lot of kids who like start playing music, you know, you're, you know, you're wanting to be a rock star. Mm-hmm. You're in the scene. You're like totally trying to make art and, and express yourself through this art and this music. And fast forward a few years to I think I was a senior in high school a friend of mine was like, you need to go to this National Worship Leaders Conference. Mm. And at the time, it was in Austin, Texas, and now it's like expanded all across the country. Yeah. But yeah, it was kind of like the first year, and there were like 15,000 worship leaders from all across the country what? that came to this conference. It was amazing. I met a guy named Paul Balash mm. at this conference, and he's the guy who wrote Open the Eyes of My Heart. He's just kind of this, like, as we were talking earlier about, like, knights, this dude was a knight. Like, (laughs) you can just tell he's been fighting for the church and for, like, the authentic worship leader. And, like, the dude was just so real. And he looked me straight in the eye and he said, I know where you're at. And I have one thing I have to tell you. You can't serve two masters. You can't go and be a rock star and at the same time, like, try and be invisible and draw people to Christ by leading them in worship in the church. He was like, we need both people. We need people out in the world making art, being the light of Christ in the world. But we also need people who are serving the people in the pews. And he was like, and I feel like you have a gift with that. You should really consider that. Wow. Little 18-year-old me was like, my job. <laughs> serve the church. <laughs> so anyway, <laughs> I became a knight. So The knight of that's, music. That's so good. Yeah. It always takes that one person to just show you, to be like that vessel of Christ, to show you the way, and then your life just completely changes after that, right? Yeah. Yeah, it really does. So then you already have so much music under your belt. I was so impressed. You know, I read that you have maybe around 400 songs written and recorded. Music is sort of this lifeline or this kind of connection to God. And then you share it back with the people. So I think that's such a beautiful way that you evangelize by bringing the beauty into sometimes the world where it's very chaotic. You know, there's so many things that have been going on in the news lately. And it's so nice to have music that can bring us back to, you know, the quiet, even though your music's not quiet. And I like that about your music. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's funny. You know, I used to say this probably more eloquently than I'm saying right now, but so much of life is trying to find God in these little moments. And some of the music that I am starting to, like, work on releasing is kind of even, like, more instrumental music. And and one of the reasons that I, I mean, have been doing stuff like that is because it's, like, the inconsistencies of our moods or the inconsistencies of our seasons. And we try and seek God in all these seasons. And for the last few years, like, I love to worship loud and proud. But you're right. Like, there is a place for the quiet and I have a real heart for, like, just sitting on a piano mm-hmm. in, like, Eucharistic adoration and just playing before the Lord in this yeah. super chilled out prayer vibe. And that's super special. So, anyways, is, yeah. in two years, look for me to release that. <laughs> <laughs> 
I love purchasing a lot of music that is just instrumentals and maybe just a few vocals in the background. It brings some so much calmness to already what we you know go through on the daily hustle and all this other stuff. So hey, I'll be the first one in line to buy that album from you. <laughs> I love it. You're the best, Catherine. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much. So then I really think that this is so cool about you is that you recorded an album with your wife, Lauren, too. What is it like to record music with your wife? I mean, uh, I don't even have a boyfriend that can sing. So (laughs) I think it's so cool. It's such a creative thing that you guys do together. And how do you guys manage that? Like, how is the creative process for the both of you? Yeah, you know, I'm trying to think, should I answer this in a funny manner or a serious (laughs) one? But I mean, the first thing that I was going to like respond was like, we, we just bought this memory foam pillow and it's like really, really nice. And it has this like coolant element to it. (laughs) And like, we basically like all night last night, we're like taking it back and forth from each other. (laughs) And um, It was like, as soon as she'd fall asleep, I'd like yank the pillow out from underneath her and replace (laughs) it with like the $5 target pillow. And so, I mean, playing that into music, it's funny. Lauren is my best friend, and I fell in love with her at a very early age. And all of a sudden, like, here we are. We both are using our gifts to serve the church, and we're working together. And it's amazing. The answer is it's amazing to work with my wife on this. But it's also funny because we're almost six years into marriage, and all of a sudden, you look at somebody and you're like, no, like, that's not you, right? You're not going to do the song like that. Like, you really need to do it like this. And it's like, no, but I want to do it like this. And metaphorically, I can just see myself, like, ripping the pillow and she taking it back. And it's like, I don't know. It's just this amazing thing that we get to do together. And it it honestly, like, puts so much joy in life because music is kind of like the air we breathe. It's just something we are always doing. You should be on a road trip with us. You could do behind the scenes video, like a whole movie for you guys. Oh my gosh, <laughs> I'd be so horrified. We'll only capture, you know, the behind the scenes on the music part of it, not the real life. <laughs> yeah, everyone's gotten into in our friends group is we do hymns by cat. Oh my goodness. Um, and what I mean by that is we do cat meows <laughs> yeah. as hymn melody. Yeah. And it's like really dorky and embarrassing. <laughs> And I, I'm really thinking that I should have drank more coffee because I shouldn't be telling you that I actually do this. But, yeah, I mean, like, we're, like, on a 12-hour drive and, like, everyone in the car is meow, 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 meow. You know, all of a sudden, like, harmonies and stuff. Then we stop and it's total silence because it's like no one believes that we participated in this. But it's, <laughs> Hey, those it's are the fun so moments awkward. of life, you know? Yeah. You totally. guys are alive, like, a whole live performance of a meme, basically. Yeah. <laughs> There you go. <laughs> I know. I think that's so cool about you guys. I love it. Okay. To get into the vibe for today, I wanted to, you know, listen to your whole album and I picked um, Arise and it has such a rich, energetic vibe to it. It's for all times and parts of our lives, basically. I kind of call it as like a pick-me-up album because, you know, for instance, today I had a bit of trouble getting up in the morning. I just needed something to really get going and get me out of that morning funk. And your album is just so moving. It's It has like a lot of motivation to it. So Arise is also a track off of that album. And it's one of the more energetic hype songs. Do you have a backstory or a personal meeting to creating Arise? Yeah, you know, it's so funny. I was 
playing for the Diocesan Youth Conference in the Diocese of Dallas. I'm going to, you know, lead these kids in worship. And I just remember, like, when I was a youth, like, everyone being like, you know, the youth is the future of the church, and it's do stuff for the youth, you know, and it's mm-hmm. like, I don't know, just like as somebody who like wants to lead this group of kids into worship and, and just this place where they could be vulnerable with God, I was like, man, like you're not just the future of the church, you are so important now. Yes. And if there's something that I could sing that would put this prayer and this mission on the tongue of all the worshipers in this space... If there was a song that could just activate the youth to feel empowered to go out and be Christ's hands and feet, that's what I want to do. Mm-hmm. And so at first, like when I was discerning it, I was like reading over the prayer of St. Francis because I think like just with so much social media and, and politics and questions and blah, 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 there's, there's a lot of people that are angry, right? Yeah. And And so it's like... This idea of like, Lord, make me a channel of your peace and where there's hate, let me so love, right? Like this prayer of St. Francis and just like the activation for the youth that like, man, I don't remember my favorite talk or my favorite worship song, but I remember the people who influenced me for Christ. Mm -hmm. And I want to activate the youth to go out and to be Christ's hands and feet by being that light for the world, drawing people into the heart of God, right? And it's not necessarily through songs or word, but it's through action, by being that love, by tangibly going out and bringing Christ's light into the schools, into the world, into the sports and the recreation. So, so yeah, that was kind of the activation. So you see in the course, like, arise to be your hands and your feet, arise to be a light for the world, for the sick and the needy as your children of God, we arise. And so it's just kind of this like activation song. And that's where it came from. It's a beautiful gift that you're able to connect with the youth in in such a powerful way. Yeah. Thank you. I love it. So I was thinking a really fun part of you, other than the music and Lauren, is that you have a really hilarious bucket list. I mean, where did this bucket list come from? One of your things that you want to do is play for the Pope. I think that's amazing. But then you have really (laughs) funny ones like build an alpaca farm and and ride a hot air balloon. You don't look like the hot air balloon type, though. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. I've wanted to do that forever. Like, to just, like, go in a hot air balloon, like, across the state of Texas, maybe, like, sail it all the way to Disney World and, like, land in Orlando in my hot air balloon. What's funny is, I'll tell you a random fact, not everybody knows this, um, but we have this rabbit, his name's Ronald. He, my wife, Potty, trained him. So we have this random bunny <laughs> rabbit, like live bunny rabbit that lives with us. And um, my wife and I were just talking like two weeks ago how funny would it be if we finally went into a hot air balloon and brought the bunny. Um, oh, my goodness. It was just kind of this like family photo idea that we'd be like sailing into the skies with the rabbit, me and Lauren, and... Like, that would be super quirky and cool. (laughs) Again, can't believe I'm sharing this with you. When you're flying in the hot air balloon and then you land in Orlando, then you have to land in the big field where you then you throw a concert for everybody in Orlando. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. That sounds great. Hey, if you ever want to manage your job, you know, just 
just call me up. I mean, you have great <laughs> ideas. <laughs> okay, we're going to plan that hot air balloon ride and then Orlando concert, maybe 2020 then. <laughs> <laughs> we need to get on this. This is a pretty tall order here. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Love it. So then do you have any advice for someone seeking a career in music, like, you know, how to get started or maybe just, you know, take it to prayer or something? I know that there's so many people with talent, but I think sometimes they shy away from seeking what is too difficult. Yeah. Yeah. You know, music can be a best friend in any season of life. And I was a basketball player first and... I wanted to go to college to play basketball, and I, I hurt my knee really bad. Mm-hmm. And I kind of just wasn't able to get back into competitive sports. And I remember my guitar was there. My friends had left. A lot of people at my school kind of gave up because I wasn't their, like, star sports person anymore. Yeah. But I had my guitar. It brought me comfort, and I wasn't really great before, but I learned to get better because it it gave me something to get through a hard time. It was in doing that that I kind of grew closer to the Lord as well. I would say for for somebody who's on the fence with getting involved with music or somebody who's like super gung-ho and trying to get into music, work hard on learning your instrument and, and work hard on just loving people. Because so much of inspiration is drawn from people's needs, everything from joys to struggles. I used to write a song a day. And now, don't get me wrong, Mm -hmm. 90% of the songs that I wrote when I was writing a song a day were terrible. They they just (laughs) didn't sound good. But I did it because I wanted to practice, like grow the the craft and practice, Mm -hmm. you know? And so I'll never forget, I worked with Matt Marr from like uh, on and off from 2011 to 2013 and and Matt inspired me one day by by sharing with me that keep your radar on right look around you notice the people around you and and see kind of instead of like force writing songs like start entering into these relationships yeah and as you draw on those relationships songs that are really truly real and authentic and raw these songs will start to arise and and as an artist, if you draw from that and write on that, that'll be very special. And Matt's the godfather, right? <laughs> I mean, yeah. so, yeah, like that was a big turning point for me as a writer. And I share that with anybody who's listening. Like music can be used in so many ways, whether it's just to bring you comfort in a season, to bring you joy in a season. Great. If you're wanting to do it as a profession and like go and play bass guitar for a church or on the road or whatever, like don't ever lose touch with the people around you the relationships because it's in that that you'll you'll draw on some of your best work you know and be inspired in the most ways it's really good so do you have any exciting projects or tours coming up i mean when's the next time you're coming to orlando Man, uh, Catherine, I should be asking you that. No, I'm just, I don't. No, we're in 2020, um, but before that, is there any dates? I'm just yeah. kidding. <laughs> you know, it's so funny you ask. So we're taking a little bit of a hiatus right now and for two reasons. The first reason is really exciting. Lauren and I are expecting our first kid oh in September. Oh, my gosh. Congratulations. So, Thank you. Yeah. Oh my so gosh, that's gonna... a huge that's a huge thing. I mean, this is amazing. 
Yeah, yeah. No, no one really knows about it yet. So huh. Orlando, don't call Texas and, and, and blow the news, you know? Yeah. Um, but, but yeah, so we, we, we actually find out the gender of the baby next week. Wow. And really kind of focusing on getting our home ready and yes. uh, all this stuff. And it's crazy and it's exciting and it's nerve-wracking. Oh, and of it's course. <laughs> amazing. But then last but not least, in this time, like we're really trying to ride a lot, you know, and mm-hmm. so we've got like our our kind of back to back nights of worship every month in in Dallas, and we've got some some camps that we're doing over the summer and a few conferences here and there. As far as touring goes, like you probably won't see us doing that until 2020, where we'll pass through Orlando in our hot <laughs> air balloon. So then tell us where we can find you, like either your website, social media. What is your handle on Spotify? Ah, yeah. So Dave Moore Music, uh, whether it's like Instagram slash Dave Moore Music, Facebook slash Dave Moore Music, DaveMooreMusic.com. So um, good. Pretty much, pretty much all of them, I think. <laughs> and then if you ever want to follow the rabbit, he has an Instagram oh called Mr. Nibbles Bun Bun. And it's M-I-S-T-E-R, Nibbles, B-U-N, B-U-N. He's a, he's a fluffy little guy. Oh, I'm on Bring your Instagram. That bunny is music. so cute. <laughs> <laughs> Are you already there, Catherine? Yes. I mean, I, I don't think you're a liar or that you were telling me, you know, jokes or something. But no, you're legit. The bunny has his own Instagram. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, I mean, he's, I wish I could it's just so like cute. snap a photo. He's staring at me wondering why are you not feeding me a carrot why are you talking to this lady in orlando and i'm like (laughs) dude i'm on an interview like stop staring at me and there's this whole thing going on i wish you could see it but yeah um anyway we're writing a lot of music we're going to be releasing a lot of that music we recently started a nonprofit called the catholic music initiative and we're kind of teaming up with a lot of friends of ours to write new uh, liturgical resources like uh, mm-hmm. hymns, prayers of the Mass. And what I mean by prayers of the Mass is like the Gloria, the Alleluia, the Lamb of God, the prayers that we sing every Sunday in our in our churches, right? Yeah. And so we are teaming up to do this, and we're like really passionate about it, and it's going to be pretty epic. Yeah. So. Is it going to have like a Dave Moore kind of vibe to it or or more like a liturgical church kind of style in music? That is a really good question. So it's going to have a both and. <laughs> so the whole heart behind it was I truly, I believe with all my heart, like the genius of Catholicism is the word and. It's that we can like literally reflect the beauty of God with music, but we can also be congregational, that we can like meet the needs of tradition and evangelization. And so our first mass setting, we wrote and we like had some friends of ours from Bethel actually come in (laughs) and like record this really awesome, like contemporary kind of sounding version. And uh, it's pretty epic. And that was awesome. We were also like, man, like, We could do this with an organ and a 40-piece choir. Let's try it. So our friend Johnny came in and played organ, and we had this, like, monstrous choir and a trumpet player, and we were like, oh, that's so cool. And then I flew to New York and got to conduct a a small section of 
players from the New York Philharmonic. Wow. And we had like a string section and a choir. That was amazing. And we were like, wow, what else can we do with it? And uh, did a chant rendition up in Pennsylvania. And then all of a sudden we came back home to Texas. And a friend of mine was like, dude, can I like do your mass setting in Spanish? Wow. I was like, yeah, let's do it. <laughs> so then we're doing it in Spanish. And that's awesome. And then, no joke, <laughs> just a week ago, a friend of mine was like, hey, man, I could do this in Tagalog. And I'm like, no man, way. My, my parents lived in the Philippines. That's so cool. Let's try it. So anyways, yeah. So it's like one mass setting. And we recorded it like all these different ways. And we did it because we really just want to like bridge any divide between contemporary and traditional circles and like really meet what the church is asking us musically for the for the mass. And, yeah. And it's like this huge project. And so, yeah, it totally has the Dave Moore vibe, but it's also got a, got a few other vibes that I've learned to love and it's been stretching me, Catherine. It's totally, <laughs> totally gnarly. Yeah. And it makes me just totally confused because I'm like, God, why? Why Why would how? you make and, me do this? <laughs> and where? Yeah, yeah. Whoa. Yeah. Okay, cool. This is so <laughs> evolved, but I think it's so great that you're putting all of these components together because, you know, like you said, it, it brings so much um, of different cultures and languages together and it and it bridges those gaps that, you know, in um, the youth might see the church as and vice versa or whatever. So I think that's amazing, though. Yeah, totally. It's a journey. And I mean, I mean, the mass is so important. And in this place and in this time of prayer where we enter into full union with God in the liturgy, like, I just feel this calling that like as musicians, like we need more people to write for the mass because it's so important to make sure that the people in the pews like are understanding not only the liturgy, but entering into it and being fully actively participating in it. Right. And so music really draws hearts into that. And so, yeah, just feeling that call and it's really cool because it kind of, it doesn't take away from who I am or what I'm doing. It just broadens it, and it it's kind of making my inner geek come out because I'm now studying it. <laughs> so <laughs> it's great. <laughs> or you're getting it's really great. smart at it. And, uh, no, I think it's so true because sometimes I, I look in, into the congregation during Mass, and there's a lot of times that the youth are not singing or, or they're just – I don't know what it is. If it's just they're shy or they think they're, they're not good singers. I mean, I'm not a professional singer, but I, I put my heart out there and say, Lord, I'm doing this for you, you know? <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. I remember when I was a kid and the Backstreet Boys came out with I Want It That Way. Do you remember that song? Yes. That's a good one. (laughs) It was one of my faves. I loved I Want It That Way. And I used to go in and sing I Want It That Way for my parents. And I didn't even know all the lyrics. I would jack up all the lyrics. My dad, who was a 25-year Navy commander, sitting, reading his newspaper, and my mom thinking I was, like, the next, like, American Idol superstar, you know? And I just would, like, sing it with all my heart. And, like, you know, they they were always like, oh, that's so good. You you know, it's great. And I'm like, oh, thanks, Mom and Dad, you know? But I was horrible. I was so bad. And anytime somebody's like, I'm not a good singer and this, that, and the other, I'm like, man, Stop what it. I experienced... 
with my parents looking on me with love because <laughs> I was bringing an offering and a gift. Mm-hmm. God, God, God looks at our offerings, and He loves it so many times more than that. I really feel the call as a musician to write music that like draws people in. And I really, when I hear that, I'm like, ah, just sing it off key, off tune, whatever. <laughs> just jump in, like offer it because yeah, it's in the chromatic scale. You know, it's all good. And and it might make the person next to you sing louder. So <laughs> There you go. Yes. Well, it was so much fun having you on the podcast, Dave. I mean, you bring so much, you know, humbleness, light, and joy to other people's lives. And I mean, if people didn't get that vibe from you in this episode, then, you know, they're missing out, basically. So, <laughs> Ah, you're missing out. See, I'm a ball of joy. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Well, I pray and wish nothing but the best for you. And check out Dave's song, Arise, from his latest EP. If you're still not sold on how energetic this song is, Here's your chance to get a taste of his creativity. Later on, you can listen to that entire orchestra kind of song that he wants to put out later in 2020. <laughs> yes, and, that's uh, going to be gnarly. Yeah, it really is. I'm so excited. I can't wait for it. So thanks for listening, everyone. I'm Catherine from Uniquely Catholic. Catch you on the next one.
Yes, I trust in you. Be our strength.